Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for starting the weekend with us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in Savannah. Savannah, Savannah, Mississippi. Why, yes, it would. It would not, it would not be. I would be very surprised, you if you will, to find out. This, I say, I say that strange brew should not be in Savannah. Get you a scone over there in Savannah. We don't eat scones in Savannah, sir. We eat, we eat uh, donuts. 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 A raspberry donut. Mm, that sounds good. It does actually. sound good, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. Ah, wherever you are in our great state, you can uh, enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. It's just a, a click away at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And don't forget, when you support Strange Brew Coffeehouse, you support the Bulldog Initiative. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for Guys, the the it's just it's just the way it is, guys. It's this is just how things work. It's the holidays. You can't avoid them. And so you need to get yourself something. You need to get your parents something. You need to get your kids something, your wife. If they're bulldogs, you need to go to College Corner and take care of it. So enjoy some uh some great stuff. Clothes, stuff for the car, the tailgate, the house, whatever it is to burn and white, they've got it. At College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. That's the place to find the best lunch in Starkville, the best dinner in Starkville, and the best Sunday brunch in Starkville. If I can put you in one place to get those three meals, that's where I'm going to send you to. So, when you're back in Starkville, if you're ever in Starkville, you need to make a trip to Restaurant Tyler. If you're there for dinner, I'm telling you, some of the best steaks, you're going to find great chicken, pork, pasta dishes, and my favorite dessert in all of Starville, the stuffed pancake. I have. I need to just go get a stuffed pancake one day. My birthday's coming up next month. I'll, I'll, I'll make a good stuffed pancake. That would be an excellent choice. I think so. Will they put a candle on it for me? Sure. They go above and beyond. It's not really a pancake. It's more like a crepe. Them little, you know. A little, crepe? A crepe. You must say you love crepes. So. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Bubby. Ah. Restaurant Tyler. Good place to eat. Uh, I was listening to a podcast, uh, The Rewatchables, and they did a, they did the movie Chef. And so Bill Simmons kept saying beignets. Oh. 
and I was my, my skin was crawling. And he's doing this podcast with an actual chef. And I was like, how do you not correct him? He kept saying, yeah, I mean, I like to go to New Orleans and get the beignets. I'm like, Ooh. Bill, if I, I already hated you, Bill, because you're a Celtics fan. But if I ever see you, I might stab you. We, we, we went the other direction on uh, Benoit. But, yeah, it's, 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 we yeah. were saying Benoit. It's, it's ben, Benoit. 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 Not Benoit. There's no Benoit. There's no t- at the end of it, yeah. And we were going Benoit. Right, because we were thinking wrestling. Yes. But, yeah. Well, and there's also, I mean, Benoit. And that, that's, that's how you say the name, I think, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's not French. Ben, it's Benoit. That's French, correct? Oui. Ha, ha, ha. Priority One Bank. I had to think of where we were. <laughs> Priority One Bank is the... Uh, the community bank that you need to be dealing with if you're in central Mississippi. Guys, banking locally, it's just as important as eating locally, shopping locally. It builds strong communities. 16 locations means that if you live in central Mississippi, there's one near you. And if you want to have to be if you want to do business with people you know, then com- then community banking and priority one, that's where you need to put your money. Give them a, a look today. You look them up on the website, priorityonebank.com to find the the location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank Make you their priority. So, you know who Bob Nightingale is? He's a baseball yeah. writer. Yeah. So he tweeted last night, Hello, Mr. October, Jordan Alvarez. Evidently, since 2009, he has labeled at least 20 players Mr. October, Mr. October, including Madison Bumgarner twice. So He also labels some managers because Bruce Bochy is on here. You can't have 20-something yeah. Mr. October. So here's the truth of that matter. Reggie Jackson That's Mr. is October. Mr. October, and nobody else gets to be Mr. October. Yeah, you can say somebody's like putting, like doing his best Reggie Jackson impression, mm-hmm. but Reggie Jackson is Mr. October. That's right. So nobody else. It's like, I mean, literally, it's like you know, if Bob Nightingale were to be like, "Hello, Babe, Jordan Alvarez," you know, you don't get to be Babe. There's already so, been a Babe. Uh, it's somebody has done the research and seen how many times he's labeled someone. Ryan Howard, Bruce Bochy, Matt Carpenter, Matt Carpenter again, Bruce Bochy again, Madison Bumgarner, Colby Rasmus was a freaking Mr. October, Daniel Murphy, Madison Bumgarner, Daniel Murphy, uh, Jose Altuve. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. Aaron Judge. Aaron hasn't won a World Series. You have to win a World Series to be Mr. October, by the way. He's like hardly played in October. Yeah, Orlando Arcia, David Price, Walker Bueller, Randy, I can never pronounce this, Arozarena, I don't know, twice. He got it twice in one game, evidently. Bryce Harper, Bruce Bochy again, and then last night, Jordan Alvarez. Hmm. Not a fan of that. All right, moving on. Bob, come on. Yeah, okay. But he's also he has like the biggest curse ever. He is like the king of if he tweets something, the opposite is going to happen. So Jordan then uh, he's for the Rangers. Go, I think he's gonna go like zero for six next game. Yeah, Jordan, he plays for the Astros, doesn't he? I don't know. What if we I don't? I don't really follow either team. Jordan Alvarez plays for the Astros. Okay. Yeah, because the Astros won last night. To finally, finally, Texas has lost I would, in the postseason. I would enjoy them losing again. No, I'm sorry. The Astros won last night is what I meant to say. That's the first time Texas has lost. I mean, that's what post- I'm saying. I, I would enjoy the Astros losing again. Yes, yeah, so we would like the Astros to lose. Yes. I'm going to have a, a, a battle of my handsome young sons, I think, in the World Series between Tyler Horka and uh You just got to stay out of it. No, no, I, I, I will not it. stay out of it. I know exactly who I'm going to pick. The Rangers. Yes. You don't want to know why? Because John always makes jokes about yes. our ribs. Yes, he always makes jokes about our rebels with me, and I'm like, "Yep, 
Tyler has never made those jokes. So and you know, John takes it way more serious than Tyler does. I know that's even that makes it better. I'm yeah. going to really dive into the Rangers. In. Yeah, like oh, our Rangers. <laughs> so play some Creed. Yeah, ooh. I mean, that's another reason for me to tear for the Rangers too. Exactly. So. All right, Mississippi State, Arkansas. We'd get there eventually. I'm trying to I'm trying to work a Creed reference. Both teams maybe down to one last breath. I did it. But they're going to try to take it higher this week. Yeah, yeah. If you're watching this game at 11 a.m. and you can't watch Ohio State, Penn State, that might be my own prison. You know, Zach Arnett's a little weathered. Yes. After going three and three in the first, I'm half torn of over who I think is going to win this game. What, what if say? Mississippi State wins? <laughs> it might be time to make my sacrifice. Uh, I created. I created my own prison. I miss doing the credoscopes at uh at baseball. They don't, you know, because that periscope is dead now. It doesn't on Fridays. Exist. Well, I mean, I, was I, it Fridays? I, any, no, no. It was anytime they played Creed. I would. But do didn't it, they would, play Creed on Friday? Well, it goes back to what we've always said. It's the same songs. Yes. So if you got there early enough, you would get Creed. When I was in media relations, mm-hmm. myself and Hunter Richardson and I forget Will Knight was in there. I think our friend Will Knight. We would. We you say all our friend. The, I have literally never met Will. Well, Knight. I think you did okay. way back in the day. All he's right. he's been long gone. Okay. So we had we worked inside the Bryan Building, mm-hmm. and we had like on Wednesdays. I think we would play on Pandora when Pandora was so big. We would play Creed Radio. Yeah. And we would have Creed Wednesdays, and we would blare the mess. Up. I have never gotten out of my Creed phase. By the uh, way, Creed, Creed's good Creed band. has been one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. So yeah. Ah, uh, we're just we're just trying to avoid talking about this game. Yeah, we're just trying to avoid getting to the prediction. <laughs> um, we talked a lot yesterday about mentality, so let's let's sort of look at what actually is on the field for these two, these two teams. For Mississippi State at quarterback, we 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 don't know for sure, but we are. I, I feel very confident that's not going to be Will Rogers. That's going to be Mike Wright starting this game. So his first start since his you know since he was at Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Whereas for Arkansas, you know, it's just sort of weird, right? Normally Mississippi State goes into a game. I'm like, well, the state has the advantage at quarterback in terms of experience because they have Will Rogers. Not the case, you know. KJ Jefferson, obviously, a ton of experience back there. KJ Jefferson is the kind of player who could drag his team to victory. He he has gotten, I think he's gotten as much as he can out of his team these last two weeks. Now, he is just sort of handicapped and handcuffed by what they're doing offensively. If they would ever give him the reins and turn him loose, they could probably do some things. Yeah. But Jefferson gives Arkansas a big advantage this week, for sure. He does. He's got the experience. He's playing at home. And, you know, this offense has not been great for him. And, you know, that that is what it is. But he, I feel like he's made the most of it. He's, you know, he's out there. He's, he's fighting hard. When, when the times when he's looked like he's just kind of improvised a little bit and he's tucking it up and running and kind of doing his thing, that's when they look the most comfortable. So for state, I mean, you got to you got to try to you know force him to stay in the pocket, force him to uh, pass the football, um, kind of take him out of what he likes to do. Which I mean, looks like Dan Enos is doing a good job at that himself. So mm-hmm. who knows? But. Yes, I will give him the edge in this from an experience standpoint. I mean, Mike Wright started 11 games at Vanderbilt, which we – I mean, it seems like everybody just forgets that. Right. This is this guy's played a lot of football. He played 26 games before he even got to Mississippi State, and he started 11. 
So it's not like he's coming into this game and is going to be, you know, hitting a culture shock here. Mm-hmm. This isn't a true freshman quarterback. I mean, this is a guy fourth time, fourth year in the league. He's played a lot of games. Um, I was just looking at last year. You know, he played against Ole Miss, Georgia, Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and Florida. Yeah, and 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 won won a couple of those games. Yeah. So this this isn't anything new. I mean, he he went on the road to Kentucky and. Three for 184 yards, rushed for 126. That was a good defense. That would be year. enough for Mississippi State to win this game. Yeah, if he if does he that, that tomorrow, same numbers, yeah. If he does that tomorrow, state state got in a the shot. Game. What what I find interesting is, you know, normally we did that at Vanderbilt. This is a better team than Vanderbilt. Yeah. Normally, when you change quarterback, like if State was going to Chris Parson, right? Arkansas would be like, God, we don't really have any film on this kid. And we yeah. don't know what he can do. With Wright, you have that. Mm-hmm. So even though State isn't making an announcement. It's not like it's difficult to scout Mike Wright yeah. for, for for Arkansas. So they, I feel like they're going to have they're going to make some adjustments defensively in what they do in terms of bringing pressure to keep a guy you know maybe keep a spy on Mike Wright or something like that. Um, Arkansas's defensive improvement has been very fun. Well, not fun is not the right word, but it's been interesting to watch because as their offense has kind of slid down with Kendall Bryles gone, their defense has. Moved up, and I thought Barry Odom was an outstanding defensive coordinator. But last year they were they were just not good. This year they have been good, and that's one of the reasons I think Arkansas has a big advantage in this game. Is there's one side of the ball they feel like you feel like Arkansas can rely on themselves. Where State, I don't know that you feel any either side is reliable. Yeah, that that that's kind of. I was talking to uh, Trey Biddy earlier, who does a great job at Arkansas, and he was kind of asking me my thoughts on the game and. That that's kind of what you, I you think. You didn't as give well. them the Matt Moscona treatment on that one. Just like, no, I think they're terrible. And they're going to lose. Did I do that? You did it with baseball. Remember? Well, he said, "Do you think they do? You, you asked that there's any chance? No, no. I remember what he asked. He asked you, "Is there anything this team does good? Oh, that's and right. And you you said, "No." I sat there for about five seconds. I was like, "No, no, not really." And I, I, mean, that was I don't know if you've ever watched the video clip. His eyes go big when he says, "Like." Well, he was expecting like a good thought out answer, yeah. and I was just like, nah, "No, nah, they're terrible." And and funny thing, State won that series. State that won weekend. that series. Incredible. <laughs> Continue with your story, Trey. Bitty. So I, I, I was kind of telling him same thing that you said. Like I, I really think that the defense for them is the equalizer in this game, because both teams have struggled on offense. I think State's probably been a little more explosive offensively. Than Arkansas, I hadn't even looked at the numbers, but I would guess their offense has been better. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've been, you know, a little more consistent in recent weeks. So, like, I think that State will be able to score in this game. Mm-hmm. But can is State's defense going to be able to string together several possessions where they're getting stops? Right. I think Arkansas can do that. Arkansas secondary last year was wretched, like worse in the league. They mm-hmm. were terrible. And you know they had some injuries. They still have some injuries. They but, some of their best guys are out. I think State would have won regardless. But last year's game with Arkansas, a perfect storm of Arkansas not being able to stop the pass and not having KJ Jefferson. Yeah, they had no chance in that game. And now Malik Hornsby had a good game. Had a good game, but part, it, not but enough. He, no. Yeah. Too much. Too one dimensional. Um, and you know this is this is somewhat similar in that you have a quarterback kind of like Malik Hornsby playing for State, mm-hmm. but State had no film on Malik Hornsby. He had thrown like four passes he had done just packages kind of like what Mike Wright has done but they they can actually go back and find his film at Vanderbilt because he played so many snaps at Vanderbilt it's 
easy to find him throwing the football and doing those things. Now, the one interesting thing is this is a different offense than that one. So, I mean, you can kind of justify like his skill set and kind of see what he does well, but you know, there's not a ton out there of him in this particular offense. I think what you're probably going to do is have a similar game plan to what you did against LSU. Now, you know, Jane Daniels is supremely more talented from an arm standpoint. Mm-hmm. So this isn't quite the same. But from a skill set, running the football and having the ability to do two different things, the defense is probably going to have a similar game plan to what it did against LSU. Didn't seem to matter too much. LSU still scored some points. But I think that Arkansas is going to be able to get stops in this game and possibly turnovers and I just don't know if that's going to be the case for Mississippi State's defense. It needs to be. It better be. Or you're staring down 0-8 in this league. Yeah. It's just for the State's defense, it's just about enough stops, right? Yeah. It's not about dominating. It's not about holding them to 10, 12 points, something like that. It is literally about giving your offense an opportunity to win the game with 28 to 31 points. Mm-hmm. If you can hold Arkansas between twenty eight and thirty one points, you have a real legitimate chance of being able to win the game because that's what you know. Your average, state's averaging about thirty points per game. Now, states kind of, it's kind of skewed. They they have no middle ground hardly at all this year, right? You know, they, they were good. They, they scored forty eight on Southeast Louisiana. They scored thir- forty uh, one on Western Michigan, and then the other two games were thirties. And then the other two games they were awful, fourteen and seventeen points, and and just couldn't do anything. Yeah. And they haven't had, you know, this is like the first, like, average team they've played. I guess yeah. Arizona's an average team. But, I mean, that, that gives me an idea of maybe what I'm going to see this weekend. But I, I do think that State's going to be able to run the football on Arkansas a little bit. I think Wright's ability to, to make plays when things break down are, is going to come into to play. I think I would almost bet anything that Wright will, will have a long run on a, play, on a, on a non-designed quarterback run. And that, that's kind of what you've been looking for with this offense. There's plays where there's just nobody open and you have some green grass. It's it's kind of like the whole thought process of, you know, if Mike I mean if uh, Mike Leach were still here with us, like what does this offense look like with Chris Parson, the the air raid? Yeah. With Chris Parson or Mike Wright in yeah. it? where you have a play breakdown and you can say, if you don't have anybody open, just take off and run. If there's nobody like if there's nobody between you and ten yards, just run. You haven't had a quarterback that can do that in a while. So I'm I'm actually really interested to see how Mike Wright handles this game. I know mistakes are gonna be, you know, they they've got to be at a premium because you just don't have a lot of faith in your defense. If you if you thought your defense could get a lot of stops in this game, then you know you can afford to take some shots with Mike Wright or you know take some chances, but it really seems like every possession is going to be critical for this Mississippi State offense. And, and Mike Wright and company they have to hit at a high percentage. And it was kind of that way in 2021. You know that the offense had the first couple of possessions where they just weren't good, mm-hmm. 
and they were good the rest of the ball game. But yeah. it was kind of you know. Well, I mean, I think didn't they miss a field goal in the first? They missed a field goal. They missed an extra point, maybe. Yeah, that, they, 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 one they one of the missed good. field goals. I mean, were, the field goal is the difference in the game. Yeah, one of the missed field goals was like inside the five or inside the ten. I still think that Arkansas game two years ago might have been Will Rogers' finest moment. The the final drive. Oh he, yeah, it was great. He put them two in minute field, drill there. It wasn't even two minutes. He had forty seconds. Yeah, and he got the team into field goal range. I mean, that, that is an incredible goal. drive. And that's where that was one of those moments where I was like, he might be good. Yeah. Unfortunately, he hasn't really been able. To, I, that's why I was interested if Rodgers was able to play. He had such a good game two years ago up there. That well, could he do it again? Would, I think what they did offensively in that game would have been enough to win this this year. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So and this is an awesome. Yeah, because that that Arkansas offense was way better than this one. Yeah, we haven't talked about it yet, but it it feels almost. Inevitable that if state's going to win, special teams is going to have to do something in this game, mm-hmm. either a return or a couple. Of, I mean, Cal Ferry has been good. He, he's a good kicker. I'm, I feel confident in saying he's a good kicker. They need to steal points. Yeah, they need to steal points, like in a, a kick return. Jefferson has been giving the ball away a little bit more lately too. He, he has two terrible interceptions. Those at interceptions Ole Miss. at Ole Miss are bad. Yeah. I mean, he, he is. But that goes back to how they're utilizing him. Like this is not his game. Throwing the ball fifty times. It's not. That's not his that's not what you do with him. Now he can hit some big plays, but it kind of comes from luring a team in, drawing some people in the box because they're afraid that he's going to beat them. And then he gets them deep on one on one coverage or mm-hmm. something like that. Now he's done that for years uh with Kendall Browse. But they're just straight dropping back and you know throwing it fifty times, and that's just not his game. Telegraphing passes, looking down receivers, stuff like that. I mean that it, it, he's definitely looked the least comfortable he's looked since probably like his freshman year. He he just doesn't look comfortable in this offense. Agree. As the state's got to take advantage of that. They have not turned teams over at a high rate this year. Outside I mean, of the Arizona game, I believe State has two turnovers. They, they recovered a fumble against Southeast Louisiana, and you had Sean Preston's pick towards the end of the game against Western Michigan. And they, they forced fumble at South Carolina. That's right, they did. So It might be in, so they have, in there somewhere. I don't they have eight turnovers on the year, but five were in one game. Yeah. And that, you know, that you, you got to grab one. With the balls on the ground, somebody's got to get it. They've, they've got to be able to steal possessions, steal points, however they can get them, because. It's just going to be tough. If, if this was at home, I would take State, but I I just don't know if I can do it with them being on the road and Arkansas being in total desperation mode. I'm with two teams in de- desperation mode. I'm going to go with the home team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. So let's 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 go ahead and slide over there. We'll move on into our playmaker and predictions. That's brought to you by the good people over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef it's what's for dinner. Guys, if you're cooking out this weekend, if you're tailgating, if you're whatever you're doing, you want to throw some beef on the grill. If you're looking for recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. But I'll just tell you, I'll tell you a recipe right now. Get a ribeye steak, put some salt and pepper on it, put it on the grill, grill it till it's medium rare, call it a day. I can't, I can't make life any easier for you than I just did right there. So, head to your grocery store, pick up some steaks. There, there are always steaks on specials, guys. There's always something running for red meat. And pick it up, put it on the grill, enjoy your weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food you were looking for. And uh, we were looking for it a little earlier, and we found it because it was really, really good. As always. Couldn't, 
I will say this though. Robbie gets in there and he, he orders a sweet tea and he gets it and he's like, This is the sweetest tea I've ever had in my life. And even to the point I was like, I need to try it. And and I've been trying to drink sugar free all year. And I think that might have been like six hundred calories, the sip that I took of uh, and I, sweet tea. I, I think I had three cups of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's it's still good. It's still, it literally tasted like somebody made a pot of sweet tea and then put the, the sugar back in. Exactly. So but hey. It was strong. It's good. It's good. Tacos were good. Our buddy Steph had the uh, the prime rib sandwich. Mm. Our buddy Justin had the. This is his first time he had the pulled pork fries. He said they were great. I was like, next time though, you gotta get the nachos, the pork rinds. Oh yes, so it's, it's healthier. It's healthier. It's keto, I think. Something like that. Check it out. You know what to do. Two brothers smoked meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've got forty. Eight years of experience. So, if you haven't already, you need to give them a call when you need technology for your business. Everybody, if you need a new copy or a new printer, new laptops, new computers, mailing and information systems, whatever it is, the top name brands at good prices are all available at Advantage Business Systems. But what makes them different is the service. They're going to treat you like your next-door neighbor, which they are. They're a Mississippi business. You don't have to deal with a 1-800 number, one a call center, or an out-of-state technician. It's all done right here in the state. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue and the Collegiate Collection at the Rogue is where your next polo or quarter zip is going to come from. Guys, again, the holiday season is almost upon us. Dad would love a new Peter Millar polo or pullover from the Rogue. They've got the, the great styles, the great name brands, but they also have the logos that Dad wants. He wants the state script. He wants the M over S. He wants the interlocking MSU. So do it. Head over to the Rogue in Jackson or shop online at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Playmaker time, Robbie Falk. Who you got on the offensive side of the ball? I think it's got to be Mike Wright. You, you're, you've lost your starting quarterback likely in this game, and we have not. We don't have that conform, confirmed at this point. But we are going into this game believing that Will Rogers isn't going to play. So, if that is the case, Mike Wright has got to rise to the occasion here. He's been given an opportunity, and that's how you have to look at it. At this point, if you're Mike Wright, this is your opportunity. It's your opportunity to be a starting quarterback in the SEC again. And um, this is his chance to shine. So, he's got to go on the road, first time as a starter at Mississippi State, and win a ball game that, in my opinion, is a is a must win now. Uh, all these games are important for for the Bulldogs now and for Zach Arnett. Mike Wright's got to go get this one. So that that's who I'm going to go with on this one. He's got to perform well. He's got to protect the football. He's got to make some big plays. This is his chance. Yeah, it has to be Mike Wright. It just 100% has to be because if he's not the offensive player of this game, there's only two ways State can win. And that's either Mike Wright has a great game or somehow, despite him not having a great game, Woody Marks rushes for like 250 yards. Yeah. That's and the only de- two ways. And the defense, the defense really steps up, which I, I just can't see myself happening. So Mike Wright, I mean, if he's around 250 all-purpose with a couple of scores, you're in the game. You're going to be in the game with that. So that, that's, yeah, Mike Wright is definitely the choice there. I mean, I really feel like we could pull a name out of a hat here for defense. Yeah. I, I don't know who to pick. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I mean, I I think I'm going to go with like Buki Watson. Okay. Um, 
he's an experienced linebacker in this league. He's seen every quarterback just about in this league. And um, this is going to be a different kind of challenge for, for the defense, having a guy that's this big, that's so difficult to bring to the ground, that's difficult to stop in the run game. But no Rocket Sanders, and they they just have been kind of out of sync without him. So your biggest threat in the backfield now is K.J. Jefferson. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to come up and, and make sure that Jefferson, when he takes off and runs, he's not getting big gains. He's not moving the chains. Buki's got to have a big game. I mean, I, I could see him having anywhere from 10 to 15 tackles in this game. He's going to be very involved. So – State hasn't been able to get pressure this year, and State hasn't been able to cover passes. For them to win, they need at least one of those things, right? I, I, they either have to be able to cover a little bit better, or they need to be able to get pressure and get to, get to A.J. Jefferson on the ground. So I have to ask myself, which is more likely? And I think getting pressure is more likely. Uh, so I'm going to go with Nathan Pickering. Uh, I think he, they, State could use a, a big game out of him, collapsing the middle. You know, Being good against the run, obviously, is going to be a, a key thing. But can he... Be a guy who demands a double team that maybe frees up a blitzer for Mississippi State. State's got to be a little bit more creative in the way they blitz. They have really uh, worn out this up-the-middle blitz they've done. They've got to bring some pressure from off the edge. And if if the middle can be occupied by Nathan Pickering, that'll go a long way for Mississippi State. X-Factor. I'm going off the grid a little bit. I'm going to go with Kyle Ferry. If he's healthy, your kicker. And Ferry is Arkansas native. He's got a, you know, hopefully he's healthy, or this makes no sense, but he's got a chance this week to to come up with some big field goals. This is a game where I think the field goal kicker is going to be the difference. Cam Little was the difference two years ago in this game mm-hmm. against Mississippi State. He's still going to be a big part of this game, too. I mean, anywhere from 50 to, you know, 58 yards, this guy is like – he can be nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long-range field goals, he's been really good. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think he's going to get his in this game, but Kyle Ferry's going to have to come up with some big ones as well. So I'm, I'm going to go with Ferry. I think he's got a chance to uh, to really springboard Mississippi State in this game. Well, my first thought here is that if I'm not 100% sure that Woody Marks is going to play, maybe I should go with him because – if if he plays, it's huge. I, you know, that's that's a big big thing for Mississippi State. But I, but I feel like that's a little too easy. I feel like I'm cheating a little bit if I do that. So let's. Mike Wright is a guy who can make plays when the when it breaks down, right? So obviously he's gonna be looking to make plays with his legs. But there's gonna be times where he rolls out and there's gonna be somebody open. Could that be Xavion Thomas? That's a guy who I think could thrive in, in the chaos of Mike Wright scrambling and, and Thomas breaks down the field. Thomas finds a, a soft spot in the zone where he can turn and make a, you know, get some yards after the catch. Plus, as a punt returner, I think there's going to be some punts in this game. He can make a big play there. He, he's, State's return game has been good this year, but we're still waiting on the big one. Uh, it's, it's coming eventually. We will get one this year, so we'll see. But I, I'm going to go with Xavion Thomas here. Prediction time, though. What do you got? I just can't pull the trigger yeah, on, I'm with you. on state Don't right now. Don't I mean, feel bad. Um, yeah, it's just we just haven't seen enough from this team to to feel great about them going the road. And my the thing I've been struggling with the most is whether or not they're going to cover. 
which is not a, I haven't looked at the spread recently, but I think it started off at nine. It's gone down to like six and a half, seven. I think Arkansas uh, makes the plays on the defensive side of the ball, and they win something like twenty-seven, seventeen. Okay, I'm a little more high scoring than you are. I think State will be able to get some points on the board, but at the end, I just don't think they make enough stops. Yeah. So uh, my final score is Arkansas thirty-eight, Mississippi State twenty-seven. That's my final score, and that's a bad one for Mississippi State. That that's that's you know our our, our show on Monday will not be a pleasant one because now we're, we're going to really have to start getting into some hard questions and hard truths about this Mississippi State football team. So the the I will say this: I think Robbie and I would Robbie would agree with me. I'm not really confident in this prediction. I don't feel like I have a good feel for this game. Mm-mm. Both of these teams aren't very good. Somebody's going to get the win. It could just as easily be Mississippi State. I just don't. And I, I, I get the feeling, Robbie, that if we covered Arkansas, if this was an Arkansas podcast, we might be going the other way. Yeah. Because we'd just be like, I've seen Arkansas every week, and I just don't believe in them. Whereas with us, it's we've seen Mississippi State every week. I, I, maybe we're a little, you know, maybe our our closeness to the program is biasing us the other way. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, for sure, I, I think I I think the state can win this game. It's just I don't think they're going to make enough big plays to do it. I think we're going to know where this ship is heading after yes. Saturday, about two thirty or so Saturday. We will have a good idea. Yeah. If Mississippi State is still alive and kicking, mm-hmm. or if it's time mm-hmm. to start firing up some hot boards, there you go. I because agree. the the what what's left on the schedule, how are you supposed to expect a whole lot of wins in the final five games? You can't beat Arkansas. You're not going to beat hardly anybody else. I mean, Auburn has the defense, but they don't have the offense. But right. I'm not. You know, if they lose this game, I'm not taking Auburn in that no, game. No. I'm in state in that game yeah. at Auburn. No, so I feel I feel exactly the same. The, way. This this game will tell us we will have a lot. Right now, I don't know. I I really do not know what direction this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they lose, I feel like we will have a good idea, especially the way they lose. Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll be back on Monday. We'll we'll sum, we'll sum everything up. Hopefully, hopefully we're back Sunday afternoon. We'll we'll yeah. try to be positive. And if that's the case, we'll talk to you then. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.